0: It is 4 p.m. on a Thursday. There's a fresh edition of the Sopra Sun on stands and uh, in your ears now here with everything under the sun. My name is Raleigh Burley, editor of the Sopra Sun, and today I am honored to be joined by Jamie Wall, representing the Carbondale Farmers Market.
1: Hello. Thank you for having me.
0: Thanks so much for joining me, Jamie. And, uh, and you've brought with you the one and only Lindsay Jones, artist extraordinaire. That's hey. <laughs> me. Hey, Lindsay. Um, so, the Carbondale Farmers Market, I was really glad to hear in doing this article, is going to go through all of September. Mm-hmm. Is that usually how it goes?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, typically the first Wednesday of June and then through September.
0: I was doing some research on other farmers markets in the area and I found that that was one of the latest so I was happy to see that
1: I didn't know that that's awesome
0: Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and uh and then as we know it's on a Wednesday which was sort of the impetus for the article because Mm -hmm. you had kind of been hearing from a lot of people questions about why is this on a Wednesday uh so for folks who didn't read the article how about you fill us in Jamie
1: yeah. Um, we just had a lot of, um, questions lately this season and last season, why we chose Wednesday and it kind of started back when the farmers market was started by, um, some par- farmers outside of here on the Western slope, Delta area, Palisade, mm-hmm. and they found it, that it works for them. And They have that time because the weekend is usually for Aspen, Basalt, and we also have markets later in the week. And the weekday had been working for them. And then also it kind of grew from the evening pushed up to the afternoon as well. So that's also why we have that 10 to 3. They didn't get a lot of people in the evenings after work. And they found the most time that people would come to that market was lunchtime. Yeah. Grab a bite to eat. Grab your vegetables. Yeah. It's just working for the vendors and the farmers mm-hmm. and that's what it's all about
0: and it's been since we've kind of found in talking with Guy Borden since two thousand and three that Borden Farms and Rancho Durazno mm-hmm. kind of kicked it off, but it was a little bit more informal for the yeah. next couple of years yeah definitely. and so the official incorporation you were you were saying two thousand five five so
1: so two more years, and we'll have that twenty year anniversary.
0: And what do you have in mind so far for the 20th anniversary? I don't know.
1: I haven't thought about that yet. But it, we're open to ideas.
0: Do you have any ideas, yeah. Lindsay?
2: Mm. I'm trying to think of a 20... Well, doesn't it usually involve a parade in Carbondale? Oh, boy.
0: <laughs> you should probably kick it off with a parade. Every Wednesday.
2: <laughs> every Wednesday. That or a naked bike ride. <laughs> yes.
0: Mm-hmm. And you'll want some merchandise, for sure. <laughs>
2: Bring back all the artists from all the tote bags.
0: All vendors
1: ever (laughs) at the market can come. Mm -hmm.
0: Throwback tote bags. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So this year's tote bag, though, was designed by Lindsay Jones and she very graciously brought us a copy here (laughs) to show you here (laughs) on the radio.
2: Yeah, I hope you can all see it okay. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I hope it comes through.
0: (laughs) For the folks who can't, which is everyone except myself and Jamie, <laughs> uh, what are some of the highlights? What mm. are things that, uh, that you incorporated into the design that you like?
2: Well, Raleigh <laughs> and listeners, it has some hand script of Carmendale Farmer's Market, and around it is what initially looks like a bunch of flowers, but it's kale and peppers from my garden last year, peaches... Um, some poppies, because we seem to have a lot of poppies around here, um, and then some some pea shoots. Sorry, I'm not close enough to the mic. Um, so, yeah, I tried to incorporate stuff that you would typically find at a farmer's market but try to make it look like a bouquet, and um, then there are also usually, like, design limitations, so how to how to make an affordable bag and keep it limited to a number of colors. So we chose this lovely orange and a pale kind of, I don't know, is that seafoam? It's sea kind foam. of a seafoam color, yeah. which had a bad rap for a long time, that color. Um, and then a dark kind of greenish blue for the text. So, yeah, Jamie and I that. whipped that out pretty quick.
0: Right next to the bag is one of those new <laughs> water bottles um, that he... Uh, Eco wax people mm-hmm. are printing, and it's the same Made color plant. almost. It's yeah. Yeah.
2: right on trend. Seafoam is in, totally yes. in. <laughs> so bridesmaids, get that seafoam dress <laughs> ready.
0: <laughs> um, so Jamie, how long has the making bags been a part of the market?
1: Ooh, I think this is the fourth year. The original was just the truck. Like our logo that's on our website. Oh, right. And then we thought it'd be fun to make a design every year. And we just have have reached out to local artists. Mm -hmm. Um, My coworker, Will, designed 2020, and then Bill, or sorry, Bill, (laughs) Brian Colley, designed 2021.
2: Oh, maybe I'm off a year. And then you. Yeah, there's another one in there somewhere. Um, Yeah. Did Raina do the truck? Oh, maybe I'm.
1: Raina. Yeah. I don't know, because that was before I started.
0: Okay. Yeah. So you've been doing this two, three years since COVID, right? Four seasons. Four seasons. Okay. So 2020, 21, 22, 23. Yeah. Cool.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. We probably started the bags in 2021. Mm -hmm. I think 2020 was a...
0: (laughs) Well, it was the year you started, and it was like a really... (laughs) We were just trying to survive. (laughs) ...really notable year for the farmer's market, though, I there was such a good feeling at the market. Mm-hmm. Like people were so grateful for that place where everyone an felt event. safe yeah. yeah, and they could see each other. And, you know, there were still masks being worn um, outdoors then, but uh, it was a place people felt like it was like socially acceptable and mm-hmm. safe and okay to, to get together and see each other.
1: It was an essential business.
0: Mm-hmm. You need and your food. And that was really just that summer, too. So
1: it was cool to see everybody support small businesses, too. Mm -hmm. I think that was a big boost then because they really saw how everybody struggled. And there was a lot of new startups, new small businesses, like homemade stuff.
0: And was there music done prior to that?
1: Yes, it was weekly became pretty expensive and then 2020 was a hold okay uh we started up again in 2021 we compromised where we would do um live music every other market and then on those non-live music days would be kd and k
0: i remember that yeah yeah broadcasting live at the market Mm -hmm.
1: it was a good way to bring in another local entity and then save money Mm -hmm. but this year we have it every week because first bank sponsored they, we have funding to bring back live entertainment weekly.
0: Mm-hmm. And so, Lindsay, when you go to visit the farmer's market, what's your route? <laughs> what are your highlights?
2: Hmm. Well, I always like to check out the Carbondale Arts booth, Of obviously, obvious mm-hmm. reasons. I'm an artist. Um, they feature a different artist every week and they're super generous um, in the way that they allow artists to um, sell their goods under their umbrella for the week Um, and they open it up to artists every year Um, and if they're and i've actually done it i did it back in june on the solstice Um, but it's it's really an awesome way to reach a new audience but i when i head to the market i am typically looking for peaches <laughs> 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 Always need peaches <laughs> and maybe some heirloom tomatoes. So those are so good. Yeah, yeah. So there's an abundance of peaches right now. I keep
1: people just give them to me. Oh my god! And I've been making peach cobbler.
2: Can you share those with yes, me? Yes, I can. I should have brought that in. You could have shown every, everyone. Tasted yeah, it. everyone could have looked at your peaches. <laughs> oh, <laughs> touched you. Sorry, sorry. Go on, everyone. <laughs> Oh, you shouldn't have invited me. I'll bring the inappropriate That's comments okay. to the radio, Keep them <laughs> public radio.
0: Um, yeah. So I know, <laughs> like, market hack. If you go to Rancho de and put your name on a list. They'll get you a box of seconds a week later. Ooh. They want to like, then they want to know you're going to show up for sure, so they don't like waste a box of seconds. But I will do that if you I have like use that. for a box full of peaches that might go bad that's that's a good way to go make those cobblers
2: yeah i'm so down mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: yeah i gotta say i'm one of the people so we go to print on wednesday afternoon generally 3 p.m mm-hmm. so i'm a little bit like whew, i got a csa with seed piece mm-hmm. so i have a good reason to be at the market every week um and then i try to do a mini loop but It's one of those things where you see everybody that you want to talk to and could talk to for hours.
1: Oh, my God, yeah. It's never a quick visit. Mm -mm. I can't leave. Mm -hmm. Because I work over at the rec center, and I help set it up. And then as I walk away, it's about an hour of just a few steps of just meeting everybody. Yeah.
0: And that's one of the most beautiful things for people who aren't on that tight deadline who can really, like, indulge in it's like mm-hmm. mountain fair in the sense of oh you just get to talk to whoever you end up bumping mm-hmm. into
2: that is definitely what i love about the farmer's market and it's what i i definitely miss during the winter months when i don't have that because um, as an artist i'm i'm freelance you mm-hmm. know and i'm working at home uh by my lonely old self all the time
1: She needs the interaction I'm
2: a social butterfly (laughs) stuck in a little room Um, So I love getting out and just seeing everyone there It's a great atmosphere Especially with the music All the local vendors and fun stuff
0: for folks just tuning in, this is Everything Under the Sun on Katie and Kate. I'm your host, Raleigh Burley, joined by Lindsay Jones and a fly and a f- here in the studio, <laughs> as well as Jamie. Uh, Jamie Wall, who is the market manager. Um, if there were, like, infinite possibilities, um, that 20th is coming up, uh, what what would you love to see happen now that you've been doing this for four seasons? Um, at the Carbondale Farmers Market?
1: Oh, I really want a happy hour. (laughs) I don't know why, but I just love the idea of, like, some mimosas or Bloody Marys just for, like, an hour or two because it gets people spending more money, I think. You know, Mm -hmm. I personally, after, like, a drink, (laughs) I'll spend all my money. But I just, I've always kind of liked that idea. Other markets have done it. Okay. And not here in the Valley, I don't think, but I just kind of always wanted that extra addition, but I know the permitting for that's a nightmare.
0: Well it's interesting, you know, just on Tuesday the trustees went ahead with the consultant to start the public outreach process for the Chaco's Park plan Mm -hmm. and that's the whole fourth street. And there's been talk about, you know, making more use of that space and shutting down the street. Um and then El Dorado just opening in the space where batch was previously kinda opens opens the door to mm-hmm. those possibilities, the, the licensing and might be complicated. Yeah, but. it
1: is. But I'd love to partner with more businesses. Mm-hmm. I think it would be great to expand. There's not much room to go past Garfield, but I think it'd be great if we can get bigger because we're always turning away vendors. Mm. We don't have enough space. More how, entertainment? I don't know.
0: How many vendors do you have? Like
1: I'd say 35.
0: 35.
1: Yeah, about
0: Well, and you were telling me some people get, like, tired, so maybe there's that switch. Some vendors leave in the afternoon, happy hour vendors come in. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I feel like for, like, the artisan goods, that would be maybe a a better time to sell jewelry or whatnot. Yes.
1: (laughs) That's my dream. (laughs) (laughs) Dream big. (laughs) Yeah, I've always just thought of a happy hour. I don't know. Mm Mm-hmm. But the live... The entertainment brings in people. There was a day where both musicians couldn't make it, and it was just eerie and quiet, and it just wasn't bringing in a crowd like normal. So I think that's what's good. This fly is... This fly
0: (laughs) loves you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So when I was traveling um in this little town in argentina called el Bolsón, there was like a four day a week market but it's huge probably like a 100 vendors and really like a a great thing for the tourism but a lot of locals too and a lot of fruit being sold but like artisan goods and they do it year round too but it's such a like fascinating thing uh and there's such a culture that Mm -hmm. builds around it the different sectors where people set up and some people have done it for decades um yeah so maybe we could just keep seeing it grow i hope so (laughs) do you visit the other markets
1: Mm -hmm. Um, but i just view Every time I go to them, I feel like I'm just in the mindset of a market manager and I'm just judgy. I'm uh-huh. like, oh, their booths are too close or these are too far apart. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I do go. And then I like to see the other um, vendors that are ours and they go there. Right. Like Guy Borden, he's at Aspen. Uh, I've seen Domingo Sausage up there. Actually, I just saw him just walking around up there um, shopping. So I I love seeing the vendors too. Mm-hmm. I don't. Somehow I've never been to Glenwood. But it right. just sounds like a nightmare to drive there and in a busy area. Yeah. Try to park and
0: parking's tricky. Yeah. I think it's gotten easier on the other side of the old bridge that's now just pedestrian to like mm-hmm. park there, walk over because their markets under the bridge, um, the new bridge. Yeah. Um so I haven't been actually either, but I know they bring in live entertainment and that would probably be a little bit more like a happy hour. I think theirs is deal. also
1: tourism. Mm-hmm. Like theirs had, they they have more tourists. Um, and I've been to Crested Buttes.
2: And theirs is really cute too. Yeah.
0: What's the best market you've been to, Lindsay?
2: Oh, man, I don't know. But I I do, I'm originally from Kansas City. And we have something that goes back to the founding of Kansas City, which was the city market. It, not... Not to be confused. The terrible grocery store. Um, it's <laughs> called the River City Market. And so it's on this bluff above the river. And um, they have these permanent stalls. And they're covered. And then they also, so that's in the center, like a courtyard, like the middle of the parking area. And then surrounding it, like kind of uh, enclosing it all, is another row of more permanent stalls. And you have, like, Indian spices and um, fresh-made, like, pita bread. And there's a big Italian culture in Kansas City, so we've got a lot of Italian food. Um, But the central stalls are often used for pop-ups throughout the year, Mm -hmm. throughout the holidays. Um, And it's just a really cool setup. But, of course, that's, that's very permanent. So, I mean, why not... Talk, let's talk about city market and how we could oh. transform that into a permanent farm around it right and how could that be a more um a flexible space for vendors or events or things mm-hmm. like that
0: well it seems like with the chacos park like being redone and you know we'll see like I'm just riffing, but if that road were just no longer a road and then it was all a big plaza park and there could be like some overhead lights, you know, lights and shade and Mm -hmm. canopies, Mm -hmm. um, a lot of cool possibilities. So I'll just encourage everybody to be on the lookout for that public (laughs) process there.
2: We need your input and Um, maybe some bigger donors while you're at (laughs) it. Open those pockets. Yeah. I mean, there
1: are a lot of events that happen at that plaza and park. Mm -hmm. Cowboy up!
0: Cowboy up this Friday. tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. And so, Jamie, you're also on the rec Mm -hmm. uh, staff Mm -hmm. (laughs) with the town of Carbondale, separate from your job with the farmer's market, but complimentary certainly. Um, Yeah, and it sure seems like the rec department in our town is tackling a lot, and we appreciate your involvement with potato day that's also coming up in the not too distant future it's going to be a contra dance this year the friday of first friday it's a at the rec center Mm -hmm. so it's going to be a pretty fun new big thing um yeah and i see a stage going up and down in that little fourth street plaza seems like at least once i know once yeah Mm -hmm.
1: yep yeah music in the no, what was it? Um, Mount Soper's Fest and then a lot of first Fridays we utilize it and Cowboy Up and then we'll, p- yeah, I feel like it's only 4th Street, street park. park. Yes. That goes in the street, yeah. not in the park. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hmm. Yeah. We bought that a few years ago as the town and cause our, the other one was like very old and sad that was like permanently in 4th Street Park. Um, so we bought this one and it's mobile so it can go anywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, our vision is to get more events out at other parks to okay. put mm-hmm. less stress on Sopras. <laughs> Everybody mm-hmm. loves Sopras. But North Face Park, mm-hmm. have a concert in the baseball field.
0: That would be cool. No, that's mm-hmm. what we were thinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so recently, we'll just keep plugging for the town. Um, they had a big, like, <coughs> commissions boards meeting trying to recruit people. I know the rec board is... Uh, mm-hmm. it's. Sometimes I don't know if it is right now, but it's it's an active board, so they could potentially be looking for new members or commissioners, people to help lend their energy with all the projects that get tackled through that department. I think
1: there's a few boards looking for spots.
0: Tree board, board, -board, Latino advisory board,
2: Red Hill Council, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) bike ped, bike ped,
0: yeah, yeah, so. We have about five minutes left in today's show. Let's interview Raleigh. A little bit less. Yeah.
2: i mm-hmm. thrill you. If Raleigh, you <laughs> what's on the radar for Sopra Sun next week? What are you seeing happening that we don't know about yet? Give us the scoop. Insider.
0: <laughs> I had a really lovely interview today with uh, Kate Talmadge mm-hmm. and Sally and Frank Norwood about Kate acquiring <gasps> the Main Street Gallery and the yes. Framer. Oh, yeah we'll have a story about that and we're gonna have frank on the radio too talking about the days when their business was in the dinkle building along with katie and k and all kinds of other crystal glass studio Mm -hmm. cmc had like a dance studio in the dinkle building um
2: that's so cool
0: yeah all kinds of things so that's sort of the immediate like oh i'm working on that right now um Mm. Yeah, we'll see. We've what got. are you
2: sleuthing on?
0: Sleuthin', well... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't did,
2: tell us because he's sleuthing. <laughs>
0: yeah, working on like a bigger Crystal Wild and Scenic and or other options that may be viable. It's got a very long title to that group now, but there have been bringing stakeholders together for the past few months and they've kind of loosened away from the idea of strictly wild and scenic to try and bring more people to the table and just talk about what are our common goals because everybody wants to protect the crystal. Um, so look forward to attending some of their steering committee meetings and, and getting a better idea about all that. Um, yeah.
2: Tell Okay. Changing subject. Tell us about your um, internship program. The Sopra Sun internship program.
0: Great time to plug the fact that (laughs) we have a program for high school students at the Sopris Sun uh, where we pay them for work that they contribute. And we teach them some of the principles of journalism, how to be an ethical, responsible journalist. Um, We take illustrators as well as photographers and writers Um, and it's been a successful program the last two years we're getting into the third one now and James Steinler who's my Mm co-editor is leading the charge we all love James (laughs) so it's an excellent opportunity um, for high school kids looking to do something different it's on Wednesday afternoons we have a class from three to five and bring in different professional speakers on all kinds of topics uh, and then work. We have a lot of work days too to just produce content.
2: Yeah, and I I will selfishly say that I partnered with you guys with the Carbondale Arts Program, which was super cool. They also have an internship program, and um, we this past spring um, developed a zine. And I I'd wish we had worked with you guys a little more. Like we had h- high hopes to like. Get some more of your writing involved, but it just it was just complicated and mm-hmm. difficult to organize all of that. But, um, yeah, it so,
0: but the zine exists now. The right? zine exists,
2: mm. you can get it at the launch pad for like super dirt cheap. <laughs> so, go get some. <laughs> but they're pretty cool. Everything inside was written and illustrated by the high schoolers who were involved. Um, Michael Stout is in charge of the program, he hired me to run that. Uh, spring version of the program uh and it was awesome mm-hmm. it was really fun
0: those were some of the most fun days um when our programs got to collaborate mm-hmm. and she's talking to amy yana's about the andy zanka youth empowerment mm-hmm. program we had a few days with them last year too getting our journalists on the radio sharing music among other things um it's a lot to take advantage of for those lucky high kids. Students. Seriously, yeah.
2: Yeah. I did not have stuff like that when mm-hmm. I was in high school. It's pretty cool.
0: And how about that farmers market?
2: How about that farmers
1: market? Wednesdays ten to three. How about that farmers market tote bag? So, also even, if you can check out this
0: tote bag, take you a know, look. Makes me think like early release for the high schoolers is two, so they can still make the uh, farmers market uh-huh. even through September. Yeah. All right, well, we're about at time. So thanks to my guests, Jamie and Lindsay. Um, If you want to see Lindsay's design, stop by the farmer's market this Wednesday, 10 to 3. If you want to know when the other markets are happening, check out this week's Sopra Sun. Mm -hmm. Stay tuned for El Sol Habla con Vanessa Porras coming up next.